gather around friends new and old and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. I'm your host, Philip. And I'm your other host, David. Well, here we are back in our normal surrounding, well, semi-normal, normal for me, certainly not normal for you, David. You are abroad. Care to say why or are you keeping that under wraps? No, I'm uh, I'm abroad. Uh, I Abroad. I don't know why we say that. <laughs> Nothing feels abroad for me because that implies that you have a home country and I don't. So I'm currently in the UK doing a Christmas show as an yeah. actor, professionally. As professionally. Isn't that crazy? Crazy to be working as a professional actor for the first time. Well, not for the first time, but for the second time after a, a two-year hiatus thanks to Pandemico and living in a country that doesn't have many acting opportunities, but I'm now acting professionally again, and it is delightful. Wonderful. So congratulations for for your work, being able to work, and brightening up others' holiday with your performance, yes. my friend. Yes. yes. Contrary to what some people say about me, I love Christmas. I love Christmas joy. I love the time of year. I just don't much like certain things that people do. Oh, it wouldn't Christmas. be it wouldn't be David like, without play Christmas them. music on repeat. That's that's it. That's all. You know, there's just a few things. David's a very but giving I love man this time of year. Anyway, so I'd, uh, performing in a Christmas show, although repetitive, is is absolutely delightful, and it's a family show, and it's a joy, a great, great joy. Speaking of joys, let's get to the rest of this episode. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on a second. I have oh. I have something that I that I want to reveal. Give oh. me a second. I'll be right back. Okay. See this, Philip? Oh my goodness! I see it, David. David. Does this mean what I think it means? I think it does mean exactly what you think it means. Did you get your your bag back? I got my bag back. David, this is wonderful. <laughs> now, if you didn't listen to the previous episode of, of Pow Wow, I lost my suitcase in Dublin. And oh my God, the lengths I went to to get it back. Oh my goodness. I, ha- I got it back. You got it back. back. I am so glad. And now this man will finally have all the air tags he can possibly buy from Amazon. He he will have it everywhere he can possibly put it. Every bag I own shall shall contain an air tag. (laughs) Oh my gosh, my heart is uplifted for you. What a wonderful way to start (laughs) off this Christmas miracle. It truly is. Woo! All right, let's backtrack a little from Christmas uh, because we just had the 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 wonderful family loving holiday that is Black Friday. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, because I really do think that this. It, yes, of course, there's Thanksgiving, and most people see Thanksgiving as a springboard into Christmas. But there is that little hiccup in yeah. there, known as Black Friday, that I actually think truly does start. But- the the, yeah. the holiday season. I was just about because, to say it it is yeah. a part of the Christmas season because it provides an opportunity to do Christmas shopping. 
Exactly, exactly. Whereas Thanksgiving is is its own thing, you know? You plan for it. You don't necessarily plan for Black Friday, or at least I don't. I should. People should, as you should take advantage of those savings. But Black Friday is essentially the first step into Christmas. I'd say the appetizer of Christmas. Would you agree, David? Black Friday? Yes. Sure. Absolutely. Sure, I don't think I would have put it like that, but I'll I'll roll with it. You'll accept it. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Black Friday, let's get to it. David, we've done this before, so let's let's ask certain different questions about it as we've gone over things that we've done, most expensive things that we bought, yada, yada, yada. I don't think that we've done this, though. Could you or myself, we'll get to there soon, could we wait outside for three plus hours for anything discounted? Could it be possible that you would wait three plus hours for something that is discounted to such a degree that you would do it for three plus hours? 100%. 100%. Okay. Absolutely. I mean, it depends how long, but three hours is easy, I think. Considering I've waited two hours for a roller coaster, you know, which is yeah, over. Yeah, that's true. You know, if I'm, if I'm going out to buy, to do like a, to get a new pair of shoes... You know, new running shoes, let's say. And ordinarily, they cost 120 a pair. And I'm going to get them for even just 80 or 90. I could conceivably see myself waiting for a few hours to, to get that. Now, let me be clear. If I was going to do that, then I would probably buy two or three pairs to make it worth my right. while. You know? Absolutely. But especially if we're talking tech and we're talking quantities in the hundreds, potentially saving... Hundred dollars, hundred euros, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could do that. But if we're talking about waiting over a day, no, forget it. I could not wait for three plus hours for anything. Now you said, and and it's astute. It's an astute observation that you've waited two plus hours to ride just a roller coaster, and of course you didn't get any discounts or savings or payback for that. Uh, I understand that, and I I agree. I have waited for two plus hour roller coasters. However, that is not my style. I do not enjoy lines. My thought process is that I could work for three plus hours at something. I don't know what it could be, but I could work for three plus hours at something that is more valuable to my time than that $40 discount, that even $60 discount, whatever it could be, or at least not for anything that is discounted at this current point in time. Like we'll get into later on things we would like discounted. And if there was something along those measures that were discounted, but otherwise, no, I, I, I don't find the value in, in having it being discounted so much that it's worth my time camping outside, uh, camping, my goodness, possibly even having to sleep outside. And then on top of that. Now that I don't think I would do. Yeah, nor- normally, I think what most of these people have to do is that it has to at least, at bare minimum, you're going directly from Thanksgiving into a food coma somewhere outside of a store, sleeping outside or being warm outside for for one thing, for one specific item. Very rarely are you going to like a Walmart and getting three things that you you, know, you were camping outside for, let alone let alone just the one. So. Nothing that is currently offered to me is worth waiting outside for three plus hours. So we will differ on that, but it's good that we have uh, some some variance here. Uh, I'll start out here, David. Do you believe it is selfish to buy things for yourself on Black Friday? And I'll start out by saying no, but make sure 
that at some point, it doesn't have to be on Black Friday, but make sure that you do have presents for others that you either normally would or pass. It's essentially passing along those savings. So if you, everybody always has a budget. Some people like Jeff Bezos even don't have a budget, but but eventually they do. They're like, oh, I'll, I'll spend $100 on this person normally, right? Uh, so if you're going to do that, make sure that you're still spending that amount or at least something worth that amount on what you were going to do. But if you're saying, listen, I really, I really, really need some new headphones for my, for myself, not even just for pleasure for work, because I I work in an audio industry. So I need to save now and maybe do something smaller for somebody else on a present I don't believe it's selfish to buy things for yourself, explicitly for yourself on Black Friday. David, do you believe so? No, of course not. No, I, I think uh, I think it's just opportunistic. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's 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 very rarely an obligation, I think, unless you, unless you place one on yourself to get stuff for other people. And so when Black Friday comes, if you have no, no one to get something for... But you do want to get stuff on Black Friday. Why should there be any problem with you getting something for yourself? So, no, I don't think so. Then we go to the next part of that. David, could you wait all year for a deal on something you need? No, no, I don't think so. It's very hard, right? Even if it was something that I want and not necessarily need, like if I want it or need it, you don't even necessarily know that it's going to be discounted. So how can you? Right. Yeah, it's Cause, that, cause that's too hard. Here's the hardest thing for me is normally Black Friday spurs about a thought in my mind that, ah, oh, you know what I could really use if I had the money today, which I don't. Uh, I could really use this and this is the best time to buy it is on Black Friday. And then I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll save it up for a year. And again, by the time that that year is up, somewhere in the middle of there, I forget that I was, oh, I should have that in mind. I should start saving now. I should just put a dollar aside or what have you. Uh, it's very hard unless you just happen to have the money the next year to save an entire year. However, however, there is one exception to this that is very polarizing, I find, for most people. Most people, if you have a workable TV, I would say that is something that if you are two, three, even six months away from Black Friday, if your TV still works and it doesn't have like a crack in the middle of yeah, it that, I guess. that you can't see like the lower or bottom half, if it's not that that situation, I'd say wait and and tough it out until Black Friday because it's both the easiest and hardest thing that you can wait for. Because if it's broken, then it's like, oh, I wish I could wait for Black Friday, but I can't see half the screen or there's like a fourth of my screen that's missing. Then you have to buy it when you have to buy it. But if you can somehow muster through maybe one speaker's out and it's a little bit lower, if you can make it through the rest of the time until just, the next Black if Friday. If you're just trying to upgrade. Or just trying to upgrade, exactly. Then 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 I'd say that is probably the best thing to wait for, but it's always hard. If if or if you're moving to a new space and you need a TV, whatever it could possibly be. TV I find to be the most polarizing item that could go to hardest to easiest, depending on how desperately you need it. All right, this is my this is my favorite part of this of this topic here, David. Things we would discount if we could. Because even though Black Friday has tons of discounts, not everything comes with a discount. So, David, what are some things that you would discount if you could? Let's 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 ping pong off of this, right? So, what's your first one? I mean, for me, I generally go to tech for the most part, and so 
but I mean, to be fair, a lot of tech is <laughs> discounted. But Most. I'm thinking about like all the things I want to upgrade. You know, software packages or podcasting equipment or gadgets. I love gadgets. Like I would love a battery pack. So, like for you know to charge my phone, because the one that I have is like eight years old right now, and it it barely holds as much battery life as my phone has. So right. So it's stuff like that. That that's where I would. That's the first thing that pops into mind. What about you? So what, what's your first? My first would be a car, because if they were to if they were to pass along those types of savings onto a car as they do for Black Friday. I think that there would be actual deals because right now they're like, oh, it's Black Friday. Come buy a car. But if you look at the the price knockoff, it's they just upped up the sticker price and then knocked off 20% while raising it 20%. So there's no real deal. It's just enough to say, oh, look, we too have a Black Friday deal. But it doesn't actually happen. So if you were to go on something even, that – Even then though, you're only benefiting people who were definitely already looking to buy a car. Exactly. So I I would say a car and to give them an actual Black Friday discount, like where it's unbelievable, where you have to buy it that day, like even 40%, I think would be just unbelievable for most cars. So I would have an actual Black Friday discount on cars. That'd be my first one. My second one, David, and I think that you're going to enjoy this, are gift cards. Because again, it's just like you're buying straight up money, right? And and if you happen to want or, or go somewhere long enough, most places don't offer Black Friday discounts on gift cards. But hey, it's a, it's it's a, I know that it's sort of like a duh thing, but gift cards, if I were to then have to be committed towards certain things, I would go to gift cards for like movie theaters that I would normally go to. I would get it for for gas stations, of course, naturally, uh, and, and much more stores, anywhere you can really think so. Uh, gift cards are just so prominent. And again, everybody gets them for Christmas, but it's the big faux pas where you shouldn't be giving people gift cards, but we all do anyways. So I'd say gift cards for both gift purposes to others and selfishly would be one of the best things to have a Black Friday discount on. David, what's one more thing for you? For me, another thing that I that I tend to spend money on that's not a necessity per se at all <laughs> is sports memorabilia. Like just ah yes you know, yes like, yes. Like I buy, I try to buy the, the a rugby jersey of my of the. The South African team every time they get a new one and I'm like ooh it looks so cool you know I want one uh, and that's just like a guilty pleasure thing and like hats and stuff and I love that that kind of thing so I would go with sports memorabilia, memorabilia that's my second and then my final and this is all probably the coolest idea would probably be restaurant food like yeah. I feel like restaurants could make a killing on black friday they'd have their place sold out for sure fully booked if they were just offering like small discounts on, yeah. on everything on the menu or something like that especially fancier places i think the only place sure. that really does it right now are like places that serve a la carte or or on the go items like donut shops i see a lot of black friday donuts but that's about it sure or like or like Pizza delivery places like Domino's, you know? Possibly, yeah, possibly. All right, that's a great last one. Food is fantastic. I would agree with that. My last one, again, this one I think is probably the most innovative. 
why don't we have a Black Friday deal for memberships and subscriptions? Look, if you were to give me a membership uh, what subscription- What places do do that? Do they? I have yet to see it. So maybe I, it's just my problem. But I think- if it if it wasn't, I don't need three free months of subscription because normally if I'm if I'm willing to go the three free months, I'm willing to buy it. So I would much rather have a discount on a year long subscription for like Apple Plus, right? Or or even something that I would use every day like Apple Music. I don't know why I'm going purely Apple. We could go Netflix. Even let's go to the next level. Let's go to phone bills. Why is there not like a, I'll pay, I'll pay like my year's worth of, of phone bills right now. If you give me a black Friday discount, not, not on like actually buying a phone. I'm talking about like phone bills, unlimited coverage, all that stuff. Give me a black Friday discount on that. Give me a black Friday discount on, on freaking gas on electricity. I'm talking like membership subscriptions, all this stuff. Why do we, we need a black Friday just expansion. Let's everybody get in the giving mood, kick off Christmas on the right foot. And for all those who have money, who saved it for that day, you get a discount, my friend. That's what I say we should do. But especially if we take it away back from bills, let's go to Netflix. Let's go to subscription member membership services. Uh, there we go. I think that that's where a good Black Friday deal can be found and should be found. I think that our last ones were quite innovative, David. I, I like the food and I like the memberships. Stamp of approval. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Our mini segment this week is would you, would you, so we each have a would you or a would you rather or a would you definitely kind of question for each other. Philip, would you spend Christmas Day, the entire of Christmas Day in a charity shelter of some kind, like doing charity work? the entire of Christmas day. So I know that Christmas is a time for a lot of uh, giving and charity and whatnot, but to give up your Christmas day with your family, doing all your special traditions that you have on Christmas day, instead doing uh, working in a, and I implore you to be honest with our listeners. It's okay. If you wouldn't. Right. Um, I, okay. So I will change this up just a little bit to make it where I think you intended, because for me, me and my family, me and my intimate family, we celebrate on Christmas Eve, as far as like opening up Christmas, having Christmas dinner, uh, oh, gathering around. Northern European of you. I might've even said that exact same sentence last year when you told me this. Oh, well, there we go. So, uh, I, I will change it to New Year's Eve as if it were actual Christmas, of course, naturally, but that doesn't, that's not a real sacrifice for me. I will word it like this, and I'll be honest with you, 100% honest. I would, I would, I would give that up, uh, knowing, one, that my family would probably move it if they could. But even if I couldn't get that back, I'd, I'd feel fine with knowing that I got people presents and that they can open it by themselves, um, especially if it's for in the betterment of, of my fellow man, uh, can, can make sure that my community thrives, or whatever it is that I'd be doing, helping out. I would do that. I honestly don't know if my family would accept that. And, and, yeah, and that I is the that. hardest part where I, I would, but I, I feel like my absence would be missed. It's not like a, like a family or like a, even just a normal party where it's like, if it was a, if it was a good enough party, you wouldn't be missed. No, this one, it, it's, it's in part because of everybody's being there. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. family time. So, that's the thing. Like I would sooner go back for a week in a row, seven days in a row after Christmas, than give up Christmas Day and do that. You know what I mean? 
Like yeah. it's, it's really hard to take that step and give up that, that personal, cause that's what Christmas is for me as much as charity work is a, is a wonderful thing. No, no judgment whatsoever. David, Your turn. Would you, yes. Would you go back in history and change something you could actually change? So no, like stopping pollution or, or something, but knowing it would result in your lack of existence or keep, wow. keep things the way they are now and go 50 years into the future, never to return to our current time. So you go back and change something that you can actually change. You can use technology or, or current inventions to do so. Like, if, I don't know, everybody's favorite is like, go back and kill Hitler. You can just use a, a gun or, or identify who it is with like face ID, whoever, whatever it is, or, you know, go back and rob a bank or, I don't know, move Abraham Lincoln, whatever it is you wanted to do in history that you can actually do oh, as a person. This is a would you rather or this is a would you this and would you that? No, it's a would you a rather. Okay, would I rather? I would definitely rather go into the future and never return uh, to our current time. And never return to our current time. Because first of all, going back into the past and changing something doesn't necessarily mean that the world's going to be a better place. You know mm. what I mean? Like preventing one thing from happening, one other atrocious thing or one other really bad thing can easily take its place in the annals of history. And then I wouldn't even exist anymore, which would suck. <laughs> you, you so, think? <laughs> yeah. So no, I would, I would definitely, as much as it would suck to get, to lose all the people I love, I would go into the future and hope that there's one of two scenarios is played out. Either the world is a way better place now, or the world is a way worse place and we're basically living in an apocalypse. And I honestly, truly believe I would thrive in an apocalyptic environment as long as there's still people around. Right. Because I, I cannot handle living in a planet where I'm the only human left. That would suck as well. Like then I would rather just not exist. Like that, right. that just sounds horrible. But I think 50 years in the future, hopefully it's either an apocalypse or a utopic paradise. And we figured everything <laughs> as I say it. I know you're, that's you're even laughing. Yeah, even then you're laughing. Things are just going to be super shitty as the, as they are now. But this is not going to be an apocalypse. But yeah, I'd still I would still take existence over non-existence. I am so excited to continue this holiday tradition that we started this last year. Now, and now that we're this doing it again one. this year, it's a tradition. I love it. I love yes. it. All right. So the tradition we are speaking of is in the first week of our four weeks of Christmas, me and David will give each other, bequeath each other, gift each other a word that the other must then take and utilize for their gift for Christmas for the other person. How they interpret that word Just is out of curiosity. Them. Yes, go ahead. Philip, have you have you like used the gifts I got you last year? Have you used uh, them much? <laughs> Do you want complete and utter honesty? I would, yes. Uh, I re-gifted them. I am the king of re-gifting. No, you did not. Yes, I did. I did. Oh, that is horrific. You said was, you wanted I complete. Just, I did want complete honesty. I thought uh, you were going to say, no, I've never used them whatsoever. But, but here, you here's re-gifted. That is horrific. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Did you give me two gifts or three gifts? I don't know. It was a few. 
It was there a was few. a book that had an a, an emblazoned like a, mm-hmm. a dragon's image pressed into it or something. Mm-hmm. And then there was what else? There was something about you gave me the word was dragon. What was I supposed yes. to do with that? I if, if memory oh. serves, I think I used I used one of the things, and I still do, but I can't remember what it was. But then I know that I gave um I I don't really cook, so you gave me an apron, so I gave that to my dad. So I do That's see right. it. So I do see it. Um, and I do have it still in my life, if that makes you feel any better. Well, the and idea I, was that you were supposed to cook more now that I gave you that apron. Well, I have cooked more. But again, I don't use an apron. How do I use an apron for like soups and stuff? You know? I don't know. It's a bo- anyway. avoid spill. You can use it when you eat. You, as like a bib. A, as a bib. Yes, there we go. The dragon that, that protects uh, as well. All right. Well, exactly. there, we, there we go. I have, uh, again, we give each other a word that the other then uses however they wish to interpret it. If they can interpret it in a, in a far fantastical way or as basic as it comes to then give them their gift slash gifts as we have done last year. David, I guess let me actually ask you this. Have you used my gifts from last year? Of course. You gave of me course. a pillow. I sleep I mean, on that pillow. It, it, so it turned out to be a good pillow. It is a pretty good pillow. Yeah, I had a good pillow as well, and I, I have the, I basically I have two pillows on my bed, and I kind of like use one or the other depending on depending on the mood. The mood, but, yes. Uh, yeah, mood. I use it. I do not use the pillow cases that you gave me because yes, those, those were, were abysmal. Honestly, just disgusting. I think we, yeah, well, it was it was it was uh, if I if memory serves. I had uh, I had gotten you them, and then they were thinking they were much, silk. Yeah, thinking that you they were silk, they and, were they were, silk. and they were they much were 100% different. Polyester, they yes. were disgusting. Yes, and the texture uh, and was just horrific. So that was an honest, honest mistake by me. All right, so let's go to our actual picking of words that we will pay off on the last week of Christmas uh, on our four weeks of Christmas uh, theme and uh, schedule that we will have. So, David, I'll go first. And I'll, I'll give it to you on whether you want to decide this or not, or I will make a decision myself. But uh, seeing as how last year was a little fantastical, I wanted to ask you, for your word that I will give you, I have two words. Do you want something broad as a theme, or do you want a word that is tangible, something that is actually there that you mm. could build off of? Do you want something broad or tangible? I feel like broad might make it easier for me, which is appealing but tangible sounds enticing. I'm going to say broad. Give me something broad. broad. The broad word that I have chosen while you are abroad is strategic. Oh strategic. <laughs> I said the word broad. I said it. The, the tangible word that you skipped out on was metal. So instead, you have chosen the word strategic, and therefore, that is what you are gifted, my friend. Congratulations. Uh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> my word for you, Philip, yes. is perfectly tangible. It's practical, just like the word I gave you last year, which I think inspired a, a gift that was actually going to be used. Yes, it was comfortive and if we're memories. No, it was like cuddles or cuddles, cuddles or something. Something like that. like that, yes. Yeah. This year I'm giving you style. Ooh, style. 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 Yeah. I love it. Uh welcome. 
to uh, Pow Wow Podcast, the game section, as it were. We are joined once again on our first week of Christ- Christmas by a very festive Sam. Uh, welcome, Sam. Uh, back to the show. Hello. Yes, you are. I have to say, you are outdoing both me and David just, d- yeah. just massively. There's a Christmas tree decked to the max with, uh, mm-hmm. what is that, candy canes I can see. Yeah. We have Christmas ornaments. We have um, even a Merry Christmas little like uh, lettering behind you. Meanwhile, David's stuck in his uh, humble abode uh, away from home in the corner of a yep. room. And I'm stuck mm-hmm. with a phantom light that keeps on going on and off to maximum sun brightness and, and then just, just light mood warmth orange. <laughs> I don't know what it is. So you are you are absolutely blowing us out of the water. Welcome and Merry Christmas, may we say. Merry Christmas. Tis the season. Yes, tis the season. We're, Sam, we're actually recording this still in, in November, so to, to many, tis the season. To many others, tis super not the season yet. But, it's oh. been the season. It goes Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving food, and then Christmas again, right after. It's, <laughs> it's the correct uh, order of things. <laughs> right. Amen, Is there really Sam. A between Thanksgiving food and Christmas food? Yes, there is. No turkey. What do you mean uh, no turkey? We don't have turkey for Christmas? No. I mean, I don't have turkey for Christmas, but many people do. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gordon, oh you know what? Gordon Ramsay, actually, I for Thanksgiving this year, I used his Christmas turkey recipe. But, like, it's not – you don't eat turkey at Thanksgiving. You eat tamales and pozole, menudo uh, – Champurado, that's what you have for Christmas, not for Thanksgiving. You know what? I will say that normally I have turkey for Thanksgiving, <laughs> but now upon going into the recesses of my mind and one of my favorite Christmas movies, A Christmas Carol, of course, what is the what is uh, Ebenezer Scrooge yell to the boy out on the on the patio saying, You dear young boy, you precious boy, what is day? What day is today? It's Christmas Day, sir. Well, wonderful boy. Yes, go to the town square and buy the biggest turkey you can find or whatever. Whatever's not on sale, the, the prize turkey. So it is a, 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 a multi-holiday thing, just at least not I'm for me. I'm telling you, man, turkey, turkey on Christmas, you may not do Not everyone does it, maybe, but it is a common thing. A roast, a, a roast lunch or dinner on Christmas is common. And it's usually poultry of some kind. I should think. Ham. Yes, a Christmas ham I'm familiar with, yes. Ham. Oh wait, you said poultry. I, I always I get poultry. those. Two. I had poultry and pig, just you know the the double P's. Anyways, yeah. all right. Well, anyway. this has been your holiday talk. Uh, thank you so much, Sam. We appreciate your your strong and correct opinion on on the holidays. Let's get us to uh, some other questions. As you are my guest, David has two questions for you to get to know you a little bit better. As do I have one question. Let's get to it, David. Sam, would you yourself ever dress up as Santa in a pinch? To keep the dream alive for your children. No. <clears throat> no? Do they believe in no. Santa now? Um, I don't think so. Like we, my son, he's two and a half years old and he, he just doesn't know like about Santa and he gets scared of anyone who's like dressed up. So if I were to dress up, I would traumatize my child. <laughs> my question for you, Sam 
Uh, if plants, as this is a Black Friday episode, if plants were on the list of Black Friday deals, would that get you to camp out for three plus hours to buy a discounted plant that you've wanted slash what would be an expensive plant you would want as I'm completely unaware of the herbology world? Hmm. I don't know. I three think plus hours is a long time to dedicate. That's a long time to de- dedicate. Yeah. But I mean, I've, I've probably wasted three hours doing just like scrolling through TikTok, like <laughs> doing something very unproductive. So if it were to be three hours to get a plant that I really, really wanted, then I could see that. Yeah, I could do that. Or I would probably have like my boyfriend go wait the three hours and then I'm like, very okay, smart. cool. I'm going to go swap with you as soon as the store opens. Very smart. I don't know what kind of a plant it would be. I'd have to look. I don't have any like on a wish list right now, but. But there will be. Uh, what What are expensive plants? That's what I'm curious about. Like I'd imagine that a Venus flytrap is very expensive as it is just very. No, it's not. She's shaking her head. No. <laughs> no. How, how could something, a plant that eats freaking live things, like that would be number one on my list of like, that is very expensive. That is very cool. How is that not expensive? They're just not that expensive. They are high maintenance, I will say, because a lot of the like carnivorous plants, they have to, you have to feed the, feed them. You have to give them like distilled water because they can't get any nutrients from the water. They have Mm. to get the nutrients from the food they eat. So they're a little bit more high maintenance kind of, and they have to be like high humidity. They're bougie. They're the bougie bougie. plants. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there we go. David, your last question. Um, do you have any plans for New Year's resolutions? I say I do every year, but I just never do them. So I try <laughs> to trick myself into doing it like, oh, well, I'm going to do it now before New Year's and kick it into gear. Ah. So that way I don't start mm. now. And so my one now right now is to get, of course, the typical like get in shape again or get healthy again. So I'm trying not to eat as many sweets. And here we are coming up on Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, um, it kind of is. And of course, um, Christmas Eve every year, we started doing like a family tradition tradition where we bake something sweet, of course, and then like make gingerbread houses and we watch um, that Griswold movie, National Lampoon's Christmas. Ah, yes. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, and we just eat a bunch. So it's terrible timing still, but that's what I'm going to attempt <laughs> as a pre-New Year's. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so there we go. Resolutions out of the way. Upcoming are the games. David, it is my guest today, so it is your game. What game are we playing? So, as I'm sure I've mentioned already this episode, we are doing this for the second time around, this four weeks of Christmas, and we absolutely loved it last year. Last year, we established certain things, and this year, doing them again officially makes them a tradition and i'm making it a tradition that we shall play christmas lyrically every time we do our four weeks of christmas now sam i know you haven't played lyrically with us before we have played it several times with other guests the idea is i as the host of the game will start reading out lyrics of a certain song 
I might leave out the title of the song. If the title of the song is in the lyrics, I might leave that out. But I'll speak the lyrics of a song in no, to no particular tune. And you guys will buzz in with your name, with your own name, if you think you know what the song is. And once you've buzzed in, tell me the song. If you're right, you get a point. If you're wrong, we keep playing. Sounds good. Sounds yes, good. absolutely. Sam, who would you like to face off against first? I'm going to go against you, Philip. All right, David, hit us. All right, let's do it. In some cases, I'll leave out the title of the song. In some cases, just for fun, I'm going to leave it in there. All right. Okay. Are you both ready? Buzz in yes. with your name. Our name is our buzzer. Yes, got it. Yeah. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring. Snowin' and blowin' up bushels of fun. Now the jingle bell hop has begun. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells chime in jingle bell Sam. time. I can't believe no one's gotten it by now, Sam. Sam, Sam. <laughs> it's yes. just the name of the song, right? Yeah, the name of the song. Oh, oh, we have... <laughs> We have different games, David. So I'm here thinking, like, when's he going to stop for so I can complete the lyrics? All right. Go ahead, Sam, and take the point. Goodness it's, me. It's Jingle Bell Rock, right? Yes. 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 <laughs> we've, Philip, we've played lyrically like five times. And yet, and still, I created a new method. But that's all right. That's all right. Sam's got it. I, it's fair I'm and square. I'm not happy with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm not happy about that at all, but I'm glad you, can... you totally... Screwed the pooch on that question. Yes, absolutely. I could just see the further he kept ringing in his head. Just, are you kidding me right now? I know. I'm like, okay, oh, dang it. it. Dang it. You skipped the the part that I knew. When I said jingle bell, jingle bell, I would have forgiven you if you'd buzzed in and said jingle bells. (laughs) But there was no excuse as soon as I said jingle bell rock. Okay, let's move on. Onwards and (laughs) upwards. Sam, it is 1-0. Our next song. This one's harder. Children sleeping. Thank you, Sam. Children sleeping. Snow is softly falling. Dreams are calling. Like bells in the distance. We were dreamers not so long ago, but one by one, we all had to grow up. When it seems like magic slipped away, we find it all again on Christmas Day. Believe in what is in what your heart is saying. Hear the melody that's playing. There's no time to waste. There's so much to celebrate. We got anything, guys? Philip, where are you? Yes. Christmas? Not that. Sam, have you got an inkling or shall I continue? Just continue. I have no inkling. Okay. <laughs> Believe in what so where was I? Believe in what your heart is saying. Hear the melody that's playing. There's no time to waste. There's so much to celebrate. At some point, I just got to stop here. Yeah. Any I, ideas, Sam? I'm getting like Mariah Carey vibes, um, but no, I have no idea. Any just okay? I'll open it back up to both of you. Any idea? Any guess as to what the title might be? Philip, welcome aboard the Polar Express. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Okay, well, there we go. Point uh, voided by both of you. It is Believe by Josh Groban. 
Yeah, Josh Goober is, yeah. is uh, not on my Christmas list, but it's all right. It's all right. You, point, you've heard of Josh Groban, right, Phil? Well, I've heard of Josh Groban, but uh, but I've never uh, never fully right. given him uh, right. the never full mind. listen. It remains 1-0 to Sam. Next up, we have... I'm going to leave out the title because it's the first line of the song here. This is the title of the song, and then Underneath the Mistletoe Last Night. She didn't see me creep Phillip. down the stairs. Philip. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Ah, uh, point Philip. All right. Well done, my boy. You did see mommy kissing Santa Claus. Smooching the Santa. Very nice. Okay, well, tie game. We go to our fourth question or fourth song, I guess. Again, I'm going to leave out the first line because it is the title of the song. That's a lot. That's the case with a lot of these Christmas songs. I don't get it. Okay. Okay. Title of the song. And then at the Christmas party hop mistletoe hung where you can see Philip. Every couple tries. Yes. Philip rocking around the Christmas tree. Yes. Well done. You take a lead against all odds after totally. <laughs> butchering Joshua Gruber and uh, well, butchering the first, the first one. one. Yes. Yes. Okay. This means that, that uh, Sam, you have to get this point if you want to tie the game. I know. Otherwise, my, I have to like surrender. sing it in my head though before I'm like, oh, okay. Like, okay. This one is really easy. And I'm going to leave out the title of the song because it kind of repeats. Okay. Prepare <laughs> okay. yourselves. Prepared. I really can't stay. I gotta go away. Uh, Sam. Yes, no. Sam. Wait, no. Um, it's maybe it's called outside. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boom, oh, man. <laughs> I wanted well to say done. Santa baby, and then I was like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> oh, well Tie done, game. Sam. What a pull. Yes, fantastic. Okay, which means we are tied, and we go to the tiebreaker that I didn't prepare. Um, but I will come up with one on the spot. On the spot tie-breaking! How much was the pheasant slash turkey that Scrooge <laughs> said was the prize turkey? Was it one shilling, three shillings, two half pence, or a rusty shoe? Can a shoe become <laughs> rusty? Only if it's still tipped. Okay, your tiebreaker is how many in millions... Of copies has Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You, best selling holiday song by a female artist. How many has it sold worldwide in millions? Sam forced the tiebreaker, so she goes first. She I'd should like go first. Yes. I'm just kidding. Um, how many in millions? That's correct. Has it been sold? Has uh, Yeah, how many has it sold in millions worldwide? I'm going to say. 110 million. Okay. Okay. I guess you guys have no frame of reference here. Yeah. I, Philip. Oh, uh, yeah. So I will go higher than that as I would. 
I don't know what what particularly a unit sold would be, as I know that the radio plays it nonstop, and I'd imagine every person knows that song. So I'm just going to take the over and not even have a guess on where that would be, maybe in the 700 millions or something. But I'm going to go 111 million if that was 1 million more than what Sam said. I see what you did there. Yes. (laughs) Well, one of you has won, obviously. (laughs) I should hope so. Philip. (laughs) Philip, you came back against all odds to take a lead. And Sam, you crushed his dreams by tying the game again. And Philip's dreams get further crushed. Because the the answer, (laughs) according to Wikipedia, is 16 million copies worldwide. 16 million? What? Yeah, I don't get it either, but that's the number that I'm looking at here. I call incomprehensible BS. On the- <laughs> <laughs> what does even 16 million mean? Oh I, my God. I this wonder is- if it makes sense though, because you can stream music without like buying it. So it's probably right, streamed right. a lot, but not bought a lot. You know, again, I know that I don't know how many people actually buy it, but I know that everybody listens to it at least on the radio or again, minimally. On Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, whenever it is you decide as a family to spend it, that pops on once, at least on YouTube. So I don't know where that comes across, <laughs> but I guess actually buying, who wants to buy it? Probably the only people that buy it are the people that clipped it to the to the clip of Spider-Mans slapping each other on the booties. Uh, and if you haven't seen that, it is phenomenal. Look, all I'll say is Wikipedia said 16 and that is the truth as powwow shall accept it phenomenal we move on i'm not sour at all all right we move to my game which is a little different um it is yes i i can tell that you are not a fan however mine is finish the song now if if uh we get to the end i do have a tiebreaker this could very well go pleasantly or this could go horrifically off the rails either way let us begin the first song begins as such and i will then say finish the song first one to buzz in with their name gets the chance to finish the song until the end of the the stanza or until the end of the the little reprieve here we go rocking around the christmas tree at the christmas party hop mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop rocking around the christmas tree let the christmas spirit ring and finish the song rocking around the Singing in my head until that point. (laughs) Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Let the Christmas spirit ring. Sam. Sam. Later we'll we'll have some pumpkin pie and we'll do some caroling. Yes. Rocking around Uh. the Christmas tree is completed by Sam. She gets the first point off the mat. Next song. Here we go. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Finish the song. David. David. (laughs) Three, two, one. Oh, lost it. It's gone. It's gone. Sam, do you wish for me to repeat it before you have your three second countdown? Yes. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. 
He knows Reap. if you've been bad or good. Oh, so that's right. Be, uh, so be good for goodness sake. There we go. She finishes it very and barely with uh, two points there, a two-point lead. David, you need a little bit of a of a movement here to get it going. A here Christmas we go. Next miracle. one. Finish, yes, a Christmas miracle. Absolutely. Frosty the Snowman is a fairy tale, they say. He was made of snow, but the children know how he came to life one day. There must have been some magic in that old top hat they found. Finish the song. Sam. Sam. For when they slipped it on his head, he began to dance around. Yeah, it is for when I they mean, placed it on his head. I but I will I, slippage placed. I will accept it either way. That is a three to zero lead. David, you cannot I don't even win. Have any chance of that one? Yeah, he was not down with Frosty as we Sam are. God bless it. Uh, now we go to our second to last song. Here we go. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ, our Savior, was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Finish the song! Sam. I'm buzzing in with Sam's name because yes. I, I, I give up. Uh, I believe that that is a acquiesce to Sam. Sam, do you know? I know. Oh my gosh. Three, two... One, God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Boom, boom, boom. There we go. That is the rest of the song. One point is voided. Let us get to our last song here before Sam has a, uh, well, she has a, a chance here still to clean sweep. Next one. Please have snow and mistletoe and presents by the tree. Christmas Eve will find me where the love light gleams. One more time, because this one's probably the most, the hardest of them. Please have snow and mistletoe and presents by the tree. Christmas Eve will find me where the love light gleams. Three. I don't know why I play these games. <laughs> I don't even listen to Christmas music. Most of it is so annoying. <laughs> It is repetitive. Sam looks like she's on the hunt, but we will have to count down three, two, one. I'll be home for Christmas if only in my dreams. The song, of course, I'll be home for Christmas. So Sam, with a clean sweep in a weird fashion, does get there three to zero. Sam, you have reigned victorious over both me and David in this first of our four-week Christmas compilation. Congratulations. Thank you. It feels really good. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, uh, Sam, we bid thee fair tithings and comfort and joy, and hopefully, hopefully, much pozole. Oh, and tamales. And yes, tamales, see, si, yes, yes. But, you know, yeah. calorie, low in calorie tamales. Standard Christmas foods, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Fare thee well, Sam. Till next we meet. Have a great day, guys. Thanks for having me. Ciao, Sam. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> and with Sam handing both of us a very merry loss loss to both of us, I'd go down to a score of 12 and 18, while David goes back to the middle with a score of 15 and 15. Ho, ho, ho. That slaps. 
Goodness gracious. You know, that is the one thing I missed whenever we were together, David, is that we didn't get to hear that, the, the full slappage in person. Just the yeah, way that- Yeah, leading you know, into the, the yeah. segment, we, we just sort of had silence. Yeah, so now, now we get the, yes, the, full, the full spectrum. Here we are. David, I'll go first on uh, what slapped for me this week. And for me, it's a movie. I'm adding a movie for the first time in a while. Uh, yes. David, I implore you. I beg of you. I beseech thee to immediately drop whatever it is you do and go and watch this film that I know, I know that you will like. I will go as far as to say like to what variants I'm not sure, but I loved this film called The Menu. It's with Ralph Fiennes starring uh, uh, Ralph Fiennes and of course Anya Taylor-Joy uh, even I having- it's pronounced Ray Fiennes. Is it? it okay? So it, it's pronounced Ray Fines, Anya Taylor Joy. I forget his first name, but uh, Mr. Leguizamo is also in it, uh, as well as like Nick Holt, I believe, is in there too. So, a couple people, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. It's funny, surprisingly. And uh, I, I just, I, David, if there, if I had to bet my entire life savings on David Hoffman enjoying a film this year that came out this year, it wouldn't have been The Triangle of Sadness. It would have been this film, and it came through. Thank goodness. Enjoy it, David. It is my gift to you. Merry Christmas, and what is your slappage? It's called what? The Menu. For me, uh, I'm going with a song, and it's a song that uh, it just it's not very Christmassy. It's not very appropriate for the time of year. <laughs> it just has me longing for summer again. And it's called ah. Sunday Sunshine. It's by Young Rising Suns. And it slaps. I don't know what else to say about it. And before we close out what has been a marvelous first of four episodes of Weeks of Christmas for powwow podcast before we get to that we have a few thank yous that we do need to get to first first of all thank you to tara armsteads and josh hans and ryan ardell for their wonderful contributions to the podcast guys this would not be a possible if it wasn't for you guys so thank you so very much yes and thank you to cast and crossland and jake corlang for the music on the show thank you guys and thank you to you, the listener. Yes, you listening right now. We appreciate it uh, for doing so. We also thank you for going and subscribing as that does help us out very much. Thank you for subscribing on any of the platforms upon which you can find our podcast. We have an entire library back there of episodes, which I'm sure that you will enjoy. Timeless classics, except for maybe the Oscar bait ones. So if, if, you, don't, uh, if you don't enjoy listening back to previous year's Oscar nominees, skip those. Otherwise... Enjoy the rest of what we have to offer as you can find those on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, even Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere except for Pandora. Why? Because screw you, Pandora. It's rather remarkable, actually. In certain areas of northern Canada, grizzly bears have started developing a almost strategic form of hunting. You might even call it stylish. Stylish.